Welcome to It Didn't Break Me, a podcast where we have honest and vulnerable conversations around the messy stuff we didn't think we'd come back from, inspiring you to give yourself permission to discover the beauty within the mess and to let go the illusion of perfection. I'm your host, Bianca Keisha Hughes. Hello and welcome to the It Didn't Break Me podcast. This is season three in episode 12 of the It Didn't Break Me podcast. I am your host, Bianca Keisha Hughes, and I am so grateful that you are listening to the podcast. If you are new here, welcome. And if you are an avid listener, welcome back. So this is episode 12 of season three. And if you are avid listener, you would know that this is the last episode for the season. So like the other episodes, or should I say the other seasons, this has been a very powerful, enlightening and inspirational season just with profound stories from my guests sharing their journeys of using their voices to survive to healing mother and father relationships. The conversations have been impactful. We've even talked about loss. We've touched on some trauma and overcoming, just so impactful. So much so that I have received personal phone calls, text messages, direct messages, emails, and of course, people sharing their love for the podcast on the reviews. And it has warmed my heart so, so, so much and just made me really grateful that I have done this podcast. So when I started the podcast, I really wanted to create a safe space where it was non-judgmental and people can hear the stories of other people, you, the listener, to know that you are not alone, that you're not alone in your experiences, to also to encourage you, to encourage you to move past the fear of, well, if I do this, maybe I'll fail. Or if I don't do what my parents told me, my life is never going to be okay. So there is just so many things that we think are going to break us that we don't often venture out. Or even there are things that we experience that we think will break us, but manage to find a light at the end of the tunnel. So I wanted to share a couple of things. Firstly, not only is this the last episode for the season. But it's the last episode for It Didn't Break Me. You know, on this podcast, I talk so many times about intuition, getting in touch with yourself and really truly doing what serves you in terms of your time, your boundaries, and then also how you're going to be serving other people. And at this time, for me, it's time to retire the podcast this was a hard decision. It was hard to let go because I didn't want to feel like I was letting anyone down or did I need to do more. And so I do feel sad yet joyful. I listened to a meditation today about the joy of missing out. And sometimes you think about, well, I need to do more because if I don't, then no one's going to hear this. But what about the joy of missing out? And the joy of missing out or the joy of retiring or saying this is the end of the season of the podcast is that 
I am able to focus more on my speaking. And so for those who don't know, I am a therapist, but I'm also a speaker. And it's so funny. Today, I was cleaning out my phone (laughs) because it was like I had no more storage. And I was going back through all the videos and I was just reminded of how much I spoke. This was back in 2018. So it's been kind of on and off. But how that particular year, there were so many videos of me speaking. And if there's not videos of me speaking somewhere, there's a video of me talking to the camera because that's what I do. That's what I love to do. And that's what I, I love to share information. I love to educate and support others. And so in order to focus on that more, I need more time. And, you know, this podcast has been absolutely wonderful in helping me speak in that regards. I might not be speaking on the podcast, but I do get to interview people and talk to people. And so I think that has helped me in a way, gear me back up to really get back out into speaking. And so I really do want to be out there. I am working and, and working on connecting more and more with corporations and their wellness programs, because we know that there are a lot of challenges with mental health in the employees and how to support them so they can also support the company. So in regards to the perfectionism, the authenticity, burnout, things like that. So corporate wellness programs and also with colleges as well. So you might think, why would you do that? Because perfectionism is a lot about achievement. And those are the places where we are really pressed upon to achieve really well. With that being said, just to revisit everything, I really want to go ahead and just share some of the top episodes, both based on what listeners really liked, looking at the downloads, and then what really resonated with me. So the first one, in no particular order, is Sex and Love Addiction with Brene Davis. Like always like never connected to another person fully because here was this boyfriend at home. I actually really liked, like I liked Mm -hmm. as a person, I wanted to be friends with him. And here was someone on set I was flirting with that I didn't even like as a person that was mean to waiters. So it was just this like slap me in the face moment where I was like, oh my God, am I going to be chasing this thing when I'm 80 and it just, it was that moment that I said Mm. to myself, if I don't do something now, it's going to break me. This disease is going to kill me. Mm. What is the disease? Okay. So my disease is called sex and love addiction and it's an intimacy disorder. And it's also fear of abandonment, fear of not being loved, fear of rejection, low self-esteem, all of that. So what the disorder is, it really varies. You, you use your sexuality for manipulation and control. You use your sexuality and fantasy of finding this partner to not live in reality, to always be looking. So it can look a different, a different way. So for, if you look at the sex addiction side, it's like I said, you use your sexuality. So that could be someone in a partnership that uses their sexuality to manipulate their partner. It could Mm. be one night stands. It could be having a lot of multiple partners. It could be porn addiction, masturbating when you have a feeling. It looks so many different ways. For me, I've never had a one night stand. I've not had many sexual partners, but I still am a sex addict because I use my sexuality as currency to get things in this world. So she's just an awesome person. And I think that really sticks out that episode because 
we've heard of sex addiction, but we don't often hear about a love addiction. And I think just hearing how her craving for loves, it wasn't so much that she was necessarily you know, sleeping with loads of people, it was more of a, of about really having the attention of people and making sure you're in relationships. And even when one relationship is ending, she's looking for her next relationship with a love addiction and just how painful it is and how hard it is. I love how raw she was in her story. And when she came onto the podcast, she had 12 years of overcoming, but she still saw herself as a sex and love addict, still went to her meetings, but she also mentored people. So I loved it and the listeners loved it. So I wanted to share that as one of the top episodes. The second episode is from surviving to thriving after a tragic loss with Fallon Bonner. This was going in my, like this replaying, you know, words, just playing over and over in my mind, you know, your, your life is over. But God is so amazing and he's so strategic. You know, he had specific people in place that started to speak to my future early on. Mm. I mean, they were come over. It was like two or three of them who were like solid, like locked in. And, you know, I think it's important to note that these are not women who were my best friends. They were not my close friends. These were women who were like the wives of my husband's friends. Mm -hmm. So I didn't even know how to receive them because we had known each other in that intimate way. You know what I mean? And so they were showing up every morning. Like sometimes, you know, before I even wake up, they were they were waking me up, knocking on the door. They would sit with me all day, praying over me, just covering me. And so they were speaking also different things like, you know, there's so much left in you. There's so much purpose in you, you know. And they didn't know because I wasn't sharing. I was really quiet during that time, you know, about like the those kind of things that was going on in my mind. Because, you know, when you're dealing with grief, I had never dealt with grief before. And so I feel like it's synonymous with depression. And so mm. some of that stuff, I didn't even want to speak. I didn't want even people to know what, what I was thinking. You know, I was like, am I going crazy? Like, you know, I didn't know what was happening, you know, in my mind. And so I wasn't really comfortable sharing a lot of it. So they had no clue that, you know, the enemy was telling me these things like, you know, your life is over. Now... I've heard her story a, a few times, but even hearing it again on the podcast, I learned so much more about the behind the scenes of what happened when she lost her husband. You know, he was young, she was young, she was a widow in her mid thirties. And also they had a son and how she had to truly get her life back together. And there was one point where she couldn't see a way out, but she just kept trying and trying and trying, knew that there would be some form of breakthrough. And it, she didn't just want to survive, she wanted to thrive. And her crying out to God, being honest about what she wants, and then going for what she wants really shifted and made a huge difference in her life and in everything she is called to do, just as herself, as Fallon, and being a mom. And that story is phenomenal. Just phenomenal. The other episode, one of the really top episodes that really... I know for me, stick in my mind is, it was a recent episode, it was on this season, and recognizing someone's humanity saved my life with Lion Goodman. I just said, here I am. And he said, that's too weird, too weird, man. It's just like my dream this morning. What? That was my response. And I said, what dream? And he said, I dreamed I was shooting at this guy and he wouldn't die, but it wasn't you, it was somebody else in the dream. And at this point, I thought, this is weird. Yes. 
how did I get into this movie? I don't remember signing a contract. <laughs> What's happening? You know, but I, but at the same time, I thought, okay, well, if I could keep him talking, maybe he won't shoot me again. And so I started talking to him very slowly because I thought he was all adrenalated, jumping around, looking out windows. I knew there was nobody around anywhere close to us. And if they had heard shots, they certainly wouldn't come investigating. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and he, he said, why aren't you dead? I, you, I shot you four times, man. Why aren't you dead? And again, I didn't have an answer for this question. I just said, well, you know, I'm here I am. And and at one point, he kind of came up to me and he looked at me and, and he said, does it hurt? And I at that moment, I thought, okay, well, he's gone from wanting to kill me to caring about me. He actually cares. And I said, yeah, I, I'm. it hurts, but I think I'm okay. Mm-hmm. And with a few more exchanges, he finally said, okay, man, I, I'm going to take you to a hospital. I know. And I said, okay. I thought that was a good idea. <laughs> and that exchange, that exchange took some number of minutes. I, I was out of time and space. So I don't really know how long that part took. It seems like it was about a half an hour before he decided that, but then he said, okay, I'm going to take you to the hospital. And he sort of put stuff around me. So I couldn't, leap up out after him mm-hmm. and he got in the driver's seat and started driving this episode whew, where he was almost left for dead but he survived and he survived talking for eight hours with the person who had tried to leave him for dead and in this you truly hear about the importance of love of seeing people's humanity, the power of love, the power of belief, the power of awareness. And he goes also a bit into the consciousness, but truly, 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 truly an awesome episode. Just so uplifting, just so encouraging in so many different ways. It's definitely a must, 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 must listen, like a must listen. Clearly this one resonated with me. And lastly, the episode I have that also truly resonated, not just with me, but also with the listeners, is doing federal prison time didn't break me. And that is with Aaron Ace Moore. If I sit in here 20 years, my son's not going to know me, period. So whether I sit in here 20 or 40, I might as well sit in here and have five for my life and maybe I can come back on the pill. So I was preparing to go to trial. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, all that meant was I hired a lawyer. That's it. And he was supposed to save me, right? That's what we all think. I had money. I'm going to get out because I got a lawyer. Okay. Well, the first time I realized that that was a sham was at my bond hearing when I had already gave him $15,000 and I'm still sitting there. Mm-hmm. So my faith in the money and the bond hearing, oh, so let me share a piece of that with you. So he comes to visit me before my bond hearing. And me and him have, have hired him for several things, okay? Like, made cases go away. Here's this money. Put it in this person's hand. Get to court. Different judge. Different cop. I walk away. Dumb shit like that, right? So I'm thinking we're going to pull the old one, too, right? Mm. And he said, yeah, I know, I know, the, I know the, the federal magistrate judge that's overseeing the bond hearing. We actually play golf at the same place. I said, man, we'll talk to him. I'll have him. I said, you know, see if he said, whoa. He said, listen. That's not going to happen. What? I thought you knew the judges. He said, he's a federal judge. 
He said, let me show you something. I said, listen, man, whatever you need, I got people that can get it. If I don't got it, he said, listen, listen. Pulls a $100 bill out of his wallet. Puts it up to the glass. Mm-hmm. I look at it. He said, read that. And I'm like, what the fuck? And God, we turn these, flip it over. Boom, it says, United States of America. Right? Mm-hmm. Shows the glass. Then he puts my indictment up to the glass. Wham! Mm-hmm. And it says, United States of America versus Aaron Moore. Mm-hmm. Then he said, the $100 bill. He said, you see these people? They make this shit. This episode, so many turning corners. The biggest one for me is the fact that his decision-making, should I go to the gym to work out or should I go to the law library, changed the trajectory of his time in federal prison where he was perhaps looking at a 20-year sentence. He ended up looking at a 10-year sentence. And I... Personally, I'm grateful for the decision he made because Ace is my personal trainer and I am so grateful to have him in my life. He's just an amazing person. He's an amazing trainer and he has been doing that, of course, since he's been out of federal prison. But it just really sits with me that we are just one radical decision away from a change in our life. And I think that was the biggest thing that I took away, even though, you know, he did go in and he did do prison time. And he talked about his time on the podcast and he talked about being arrested, but it was just one small decision that really, really changed the trajectory of his life. So the point now, you know, he's doing what he loves He has a whole new additional family, children, and he's actually getting to spend time with his children, um, his younger children, whereas he didn't have that before. So that is one of my top episodes and one of the listeners' top episodes. And I just think we can all learn from that in so many different ways. And this episode was on season one and episode 11. So you can definitely go and check that out. Also for all of the episodes, the information will be in the show notes. So you can just go back and listen to those amazing episodes. So that's it for me in terms of my top episodes. It was not easy to pick. Of course, I wanted to pick them all, but you, the listener, and me, we kind of picked them together. I just went behind the scenes and see what you liked. So I hope you loved the replay of those episodes. I do want to say this. First of all, thank you for all of my guests, to every single one of them, season one, two, and three. Thank you. Your stories have helped so many people. And for all of my listeners, Thank you. I'm so grateful you helped share these messages. I'm so grateful you tuned in. I just really know, even if you didn't tell me it made a difference, I'm sure if it didn't make an impact in your life, then you may have shared it and it made an impact in someone else's life that you know. So thank you a thousand million times. Just thank you. I would love to stay connected. And if that is what you would love to do, 
I'm going to give you a few ways that you can stay connected with me. If you want to continue to hear just different things about overcoming perfectionism, being your authentic self, and then perhaps just different places I may be speaking and you never know, I may be in a town near you. So my website, authenticallybeyou.com is one of the best places. And on there, you can also sign up for my newsletter. I promise you, I email like three times a month. I truly do sharing stories of what it means to live your life authentically. I share, you know, I go deep into details, just sharing my life and just giving examples of people struggling with perfectionism, overcoming perfectionism and how you can live your daily life. You know, part of that beauty in the mess. And I just share so much on there. So I get texts and emails about the newsletter as well. Just people feel so touched. So that is a great place to just really stay in contact and just know that if you're not on social media, that's a great place because I get to come directly to your inbox. And I think it's a privilege for me to be able to do that. And then the other place is Instagram authentically be you. That is a place that social media I'm active on the most. Also, Pinterest is authentically be you. LinkedIn is Bianca Hughes. You can find me and connect with me there. And Facebook, it's authentically and then letter B and then the letter U. So those are the best places to connect with me, stay connected with me, and I definitely want to stay connected with you. It would be an honor. Lastly, if you or perhaps your friend or your partner or someone you know is looking for a mental health and inspirational speaker in your company, in your college or in your university, in your wellness group, please reach out to me. I'd love to touch base. And I'm going to put this information in the show notes. That's at my website, authenticallybeyou forward slash Bianca Speaks. Um, and you can just put the information in there and go ahead and just request me to be at your speaking engagement. And we can definitely set up a time to talk. So I would love to do that. Love, 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 love to do that. And of course, if you are in Georgia, I am currently at this time, by the time you hear this, I am accepting new clients and you can always stay in contact if you are just want to come and be my client if you live in the state of Georgia. So this is hard, but thank you so much again. I really, 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 really do appreciate this. And until next time, you know, we'll stay in contact. I want to you to remember to give yourself permission to authentically be you. Give yourself permission to let go of the fear of those things that you think will break you and push past that to truly connect with who you are and see the amazingness of who you are. So thank you once again. Were you inspired by this story? Here are some ways you can shower me and the podcast with your appreciation and support. Follow, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Share the podcast via text with your people, with your tribe. Subscribe to the newsletter where I share my personal stories of discovering the beauty within the mess. And lastly, Follow me on Instagram at authenticallybeyou for tips 
and insights on overcoming perfectionism so you can embrace your imperfections and authentically be you. Thank you so much for listening to the It Didn't Break Me podcast and remember to discover the beauty within the mess.